Hello, everybody. We are Ken and Lisa Henderson. We'd like to welcome you to the Faith Works Podcast, and thank you for tuning in. We are going to be looking into the lives of ordinary people, and we'll be examining how faith in God is working in their lives and how it will work in yours. We are very excited to bring you testimonies, release prophetic words, and examine Scripture, which will cause your faith in Jesus Christ to grow. Thanks again for joining our conversation. Welcome to the Faith Works Podcast. Shalom, and welcome to our broadcast from Wisdom from Above. My name's Ken Henderson. I'm Lisa. And we're the pastors of Salt Life Church in Merritt Island, Florida. We're also the leaders of Cornerstone Global Ministries. And so we want to welcome you to our broadcast and to our network, CGM Network. And we're going to be talking today about trusting God. In troubled times. In troubled times. <laughs> Amen. These times have been very troubled as of late. Yes. So it's just something that's very appropriate. I love the, the scripture here, and you just read it in Isaiah 24, it talks about the Lord Jehovah is our everlasting strength. And I love the fact that what it's saying here is that his strength will never fail, never weakens, it will never give up and um, never let us down. But I'm just really glad that I don't have to depend on my strength. And over in the New Testament, um, in the book of Ephesians, right before it's talking about us putting on the whole armor of God, it talks about us being strong in the power of the Lord's might. So that lets us say we don't have to be strong in our own strength because we know that our, our human frailty, our strength will fail. It will, you know, we are weak. So the Bible tells us in the New Testament that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so therefore we're, we're, we're actually, if, if we remain joyful and we remain focused in God's Word, we have strength that we really don't know that we have sometimes. And, you, you know, you see that when people are going through things and all of a sudden you say, what a strong person or whatever. And what it is is the strength of the Lord that undergirds us, picks us up, lifts us up above circumstances and allows us to walk in perfect peace oftentimes. A lot of times we forget that, that the peace of the Lord is part of uh, the Christian package that we have. And so when we're going through things that other people are distressed about or other things that would just take them down, they look at us and they say, how can you do that? And, and of course, we sing that song for years, He is our peace, right. who has broken down every wall, every circumstance, everything that we're going through. He's our peace in those moments and in those times, and, and He keeps us picked up. And it kind of reminds me of Peter, uh, when when Jesus was out walking on the water one night, coming to them in the midst of the night, and it was a terrifying time to them because they said, hey, there's a ghost that's coming towards us. And, of course, it was Jesus. And let's, let's, let's talk about that for a few minutes. So the disciples are all on the boat, and along comes Jesus walking on the water. And Peter sees Jesus, and he tells him, Lord, if that's really you, then tell me to come to you. And so Jesus does. He says, come. And so we've got a sermon we preach that Peter did not walk on the water. He actually walked on the word, the word, the command that Jesus gave him. Jesus said, come. And Peter, by faith, obeyed, stepped out of the boat, stepped onto the water. And he was actually defying nature, defying gravity, and walked on the water. And he was having success at it until he began to hear the wind roaring around him. He began to see the waves. And the Bible says that he became afraid. And he began to sink. And that's where we have to understand that faith and fear 
are opposites. They repel one another. And you often say this all the time. You cannot have faith and fear at the same time. You'll either be afraid or you will have faith. Um, And so Peter got afraid. And as he did, it attacked his faith. He was walking on the water and he began to sink. He took his eyes off of Jesus. And I I like the scripture that we just said that you, he, meaning the Lord in Isaiah, that the scripture we read says, he will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Peter was at peace. He was having success. He was walking on the water because he was focusing on Jesus and on the command that Jesus gave him to come. But the moment his focus got off of Jesus, and how many times do we do that? So you're right. There are times in our lives when we have situations where we things are going okay, but then all of a sudden, you know, we we kind of look at the circumstance around us, and it doesn't really do as well as we want, or, or maybe not going the way we want it to go. You know, I talked about Sunday having faith in God, but also having patience to wait on Him so that we don't become disillusioned as well with God because we haven't seen the things that we want to right away. And those things kind of, sometimes it will shake our faith a little bit. And like Peter, we will actually uh, begin to sink. Now, I wanted to share this, by the way. Uh, There's actually three people that I know of that's actually walked on water. Uh, One was Jesus, the other was Peter, and then there was a friend of mine named David Burbine. And David Burbine, I actually have a video of this where he walked on the water in his pool and he took a couple of steps, and then all of a sudden he looked down, and when he looked down, he went down. I thought it was an amazing thing that he just tried it on his At own, yeah. and, and and he took a couple of steps, and I was pretty impressed with that. And so, like Peter, he looked at the water and said, "This, you know, in his mind is all of a sudden." I can't do this, and that's when he went down. And so I can understand that because I saw the physical evidence of this happening with somebody else. But the good news in this whole story is that when when Peter began to sink, Jesus reached out his hand and he took him up. So well, you know, and Peter had to cry out immediately when he sank. He, he he recognized his mistake and he cried out to Jesus, "Lord, save me!" Yeah. And Jesus, being merciful, says immediately. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and he caught Peter up. Now, he did ask him, he said, your faith is small. Why did you doubt? In other words, you, you were doing this. Why did you doubt? Why do we doubt? Why, why are we afraid? You know, why, why are you doubting? Why, why are you afraid? I know why I become afraid. I, I look at my circumstances. I take my mind off Jesus. I listen to the, the enemy just... You know, one of the things that, that I've noticed for years is that our senses, when I say that, our, our sight, smell, hearing, our, our natural senses are actually evangelists that work counter to our faith. And so what we see in the natural, what we hear in the natural, what we feel in the natural are like evangelists that work contrary to the Word of God and to our faith. So many times we're not able to actually see uh, the things that we want to because we listen, just like Peter did, when he saw the waves, when he saw the situation, it was troubling to him and he began to sink. But the, the thing is, when he cried out, it was immediate. Right. That Jesus actually rescued him. Yeah, the scripture says uh, in the Old Testament to trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Again, we have to keep our focus on Jesus 
and trust in Him with all of our heart. Lean on our own understanding because when we try to figure things out with our own reason, you know, we're reasoning it out and trying to figure out how things are going to work and things don't make sense. Again, like you said about our senses being great evangelists. They're actually great evangelists for fear. And that's why the scripture says that we do not walk by sight, but we walk by faith. We have to keep our mind, keep our focus on Jesus so that that will give us peace knowing that he is the master of the winds and the waves, that if he said he will take us to a place, he will take us there. He knows our end from our beginning. He's able to take us to it. But in all of our ways, acknowledge him. And there's a lot of peace and comfort from that. And knowing that, you know, in in Peter's physical ability, it was impossible for him to walk on the water. But on the command of Jesus, by faith, he was able to actually do the impossible. And so are we. We're able to have perfect peace in troubled times when we don't understand what's going on and and avoid anxiety by keeping our mind on Jesus and knowing that he is going to carry us through, that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. You know, Paul said that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Therefore, it's just demonstrating how weak we really are. You know, one of the things that we often forget is just how weak we are and how much we need to depend on the Lord for his strength and we really don't have anything that we can do within ourselves and and that that actually uh, get ourselves everything you can't make yourself grow um, you can get fatter <laughs> but you can't make yourself grow in stature or taller or, or anything like that and we can't change very much. What we can do is put faith in God who can change things and allow him to move and realize that he has our best interest in mind and he's a kind and loving God. So just piggybacking on what you said about Paul, and he said that the Lord's strength is made perfect um, in my weakness. Paul said, I don't boast then in my own strength at all. He said, for when I am weak, then I am strong. And he wasn't talking about his own strength, but the strength and the power of the Lord and his might. And so that gives us peace, knowing that the Lord's strength will take up the slack. You know, Psalms uh, 116 verses 5 through 9 in the New Century Version says, The Lord is kind and does what is right. Our God is merciful. That's why he rescued Peter, because he's merciful. When Peter sank and cried out, Jesus was merciful to him. Verse 6 says, The Lord watches over the foolish. And it says, When I was helpless, He saved me. Wow. Thank the Lord, because there's been many times I've been helpless and unable to save myself. And I'm sure you can relate to that. And, And the Lord has reached out and saved us. I really like this next verse where it says, I said to myself, relax. And right. how many times do you have to tell yourself, just chill, right. just just back off? Right. I said to myself, relax, because the Lord takes care of you. And so if he's going to take care of me, ain't no sense in both of us doing it. It's kind of right. like with the stripes of Jesus. If he took the sickness on him, there's no need in me taking That's it right. too. There's no need in both of us having to go through this. So, Lord, we're just going to accept what you did for us, and we're going to accept that. So he's going to take care of us, Lord. And verse 8 says, Lord, you saved me from death. You stopped my eyes from crying. You kept me from being defeated. So I will walk with the Lord in the land of the living. So very, very impressive scripture. So it just tells us again and again and again that we need to trust in the Lord with all of our heart, lean not to our own understanding and all of our ways, just acknowledge him 
Acknowledge that he is Lord. Acknowledge that he has forgiven sin. Acknowledge that he has healed us and that he has set us free and that he has a better plan than we do. A lot of people get into the things that they want and the plans that they have. And, you know, the scripture tells us that I know the plans that I have for you and a plan to prosper you, to give you a future and a hope in right. Jeremiah 29 11. And so a lot of times they think, well, I'll just do things my way and I know what I want and I'm trying to accomplish and those kind of things. And realistically, what we need to do is trust in the Lord in everything. And, you know, I, I have people that talk to me about finances because that's very measurable in people's lives. And they'll tell me, I'm in a mess with my finances. Well, are you trusting the Lord? Are you doing what he has told you? Are you tithing? Are you giving? And if you are, then you can trust God. If you're not, you may have a problem. And the problem isn't that God has not been faithful. It's you have not applied the word to your life and that you need to just stand on the word of God and trust in him, pay your tithes, give in offerings, give in alms, do those things that the scripture has called us to do. And that mess will be straightened out. But it's only when you trust in the Lord and acknowledge him in all that you do, which includes your finances. And and that's right. And, you know, we are living in a time when, you know, the Bible talks about in the last days that men's heart will fail them with for fear of what's coming on the earth. And we've counseled so many people right now during this season that are going through anxiety and having panic attacks and just being bombarded with with fear. And, you know, we've faced so much of that. And it could be, too, you know, so many fears fill our life and, and worries and anxieties and poverty, sickness, loneliness, mm-hmm. death, mm-hmm. you know, we fear the dangers of the night and the pressures of the day. COVID-19. COVID-19 and, and just the different things, you know, being out of work because of COVID-19 and the, and the havoc that it's wreaking um on our planet and in our country but you know and the fear begins to talk to us but we do not need to let fear talk to us we need to talk to fear and by that i mean we need to remind ourselves this scripture says you know david often would remind himself and he would encourage himself in the lord and i have to remind myself i tell myself you know what self you know fear god has never failed me now he may not have worked the plan out the way you just talked about that the bible says this many are the plans in a man's heart but let the plan of the Lord be established. That's what's going to be established. And he may not work the plan out uh, the way I think he should. And you just were, were talking about this. You know, I, I'm very good about saying, Lord, now here we are at point A. And if you will do B, C, D, we'll get to E. And I have it all mapped out for him. And rarely, if ever, does he do it that way. And in the midst of him doing it his own way is when anxiety fills me. Because when I don't see it unfolding the way I think that it should unfold, I start getting fearful. I start getting Getting anxious, but you just mentioned about standing in the face of all that, standing upon the word of God. If I'm doing what I know that I'm supposed to do, if I'm giving in offerings and I'm tithing, if I am, if it's healing for my body, and I am believing God that by His stripes I was healed, and I'm quoting healing scripture, and I'm doing, there's no unforgiveness in my life or things like that. You know, people that can bring sickness on, and I know that all that's clear. Then I stand. That's what the Word of God says uh, in the Book of Ephesians. It says, "When you've done all to stand, to stand. stand still." In other words, you continue to stand and believe. Leave and you cannot let fear talk to you. You have to speak back and say, You be quiet, 
God has never failed me, and I will keep my mind on His promises. I will remind myself of all the times that He has come through for me. You know, Job had some friends that came around him that would often accuse him uh, or when he was going through the dilemma that he was going through, and they would accuse him of different things in his life, and they they were supposed to be friends, but that's not very friendly. And so what you have to do is learn what David learned. This was a key David said the only way really to be released from fear, which we're talking about, is to actually trust in the Lord. And he said, I will trust in the Lord at all times. Amen. I will trust in him at all times. And he said at the beginning of that scripture, he says, what time I am afraid. So David faced fear. He He knew what it was to be afraid. He knew what it was even at facing Goliath. There had to be, he was a young boy, um, teenage boy. There had to be a certain amount of fear, but he didn't let fear stop him. He spoke back to fear. He actually overcame it, and he, he actually ran to the battle. That's right. what the Bible says. So it's really important that we take, really, the opposition that we feel, we need to run into it because what you'll find is demonic forces, which you're throwing up those things, will actually run from you when you get there because they know that you have the power and the authority of the Word of God in your life and the the Holy Spirit with you. When you command and you begin to speak to those things, it changes the situation. And so what David would do was change his focus. He would change his focus from the situation. And when he was going to face Goliath, for example, he said, you come to me with a spear and a sword, but I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord. And, And you can't compare the two. And of course, he threw. He, he took his sling and hit him in the head, and then took Goliath's own sword and cut his head off. So, right. pretty amazing. And you know, we're reading the Old Testament right now. One of the things that I noticed about David, some of his compadres that actually was his contemporaries, were also killers of giants. Right. And it was pretty amazing because that 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 infected them. Yes. And that spirit of we can do this, actually it, it spread among the people. It wasn't just David. David did it, we can do it. Right. Why? Because we've seen it in action. So when we see the word of God in action, somebody else got healed, we can be healed. That's right. Somebody else got a breakthrough in their finances, we can get a breakthrough in our finances. Somebody else got peace in their life where there was chaos, we can get that. And so who we hear from, the 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 testimony of the Lord, you know, the testimony of Jesus is spirit to prophecy. In other words, those things that have happened in the past can happen again, and we just need to realize that as we go through. It's all about really changing, again, your focus. And that's what you were just talking about, was saying, you know, what Jesus, or what David began to focus on. He changed his focus, the focus of his eyes from his situation. He said, what times I am afraid. In other words, I'm dealing with fear right now. But he said, what times I am afraid, I remind myself, and I will trust in you. So what we have to do is change our focus. And what happened with David is faith replaced fear. But this was an act of his will. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be an act of your will to change your focus and realize and talk to to yourself and say, I will not be afraid. The scriptures are full or the Bible is full of scriptures that say again and again, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid. Because the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You know, in in Joshua chapter chapter one, I think it says it three different times. Right. You know, trust in the Lord. Don't, don't be afraid. 
do not be dismayed, do not be discouraged, but just move forward in faith. Psalm 56, 11 says this, In God I have put my trust, I will not be afraid of what man can do to me. And there are things that, that there are times when, when we may feel threatened by men or courts or anything else, uh, but at the same time, I don't fear that. I really just fear the Lord. And when I have the proper fear of the Lord, which means respect, you know, I'm not. I'm at the same time. I realize that if God wanted me gone, I'd be gone. I couldn't do anything about it. Uh, when I have the fear of the Lord, I don't have to fear anything. Else. I love how David said in the Book of Psalms, "You are my light and my salvation. In whom shall I be afraid?" So you can get into the Psalms if you're dealing with anxiety today and you're dealing with fear, and maybe it's because you, you know, maybe the doctor gave you a negative report. Maybe he spoke cancer to you or some other disease or the banker is saying something or maybe they're speaking foreclosure whatever it is change your focus and realize god is bigger than our circumstances and the enemy will play on your circumstances play on your senses and then he will cause the fear to accelerate and he'll begin to speak to you and you have to speak back to it and begin to remind yourself you need to silence fear tell Tell fear to go. Tell the enemy to be silent and begin to speak out loud and remind yourself of all the promises God has given you. Get in the, the book of Psalms and begin to read because they're perfect for fighting against fear and helping to build trust. But also begin to remind yourself of all the time. That's what I do. God came through. God, I remember when you healed uh, my body. I remember when you provided food for us and we didn't have food. I remember. And God likes to be reminded too of his word. God, you promised me this and you, your word says that. And you begin to speak that stuff out loud because my friend, listen, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is actually the ability to move in spite of fear, to go do what God has called you to do or to believe and trust him, even though you're feeling afraid. And you begin to focus on the Lord and reminding yourself and trusting him no matter what you see, no matter, listen, no matter who's president, who's not president, no matter what the country's doing, no matter what circumstances you're facing, it is a choice and an act of our will to say, I will choose to trust God. You know, uh, Pastor Lisa actually wrote this this uh, message and, and this teaching, and I really like what you wrote. Freedom from fear is the result of confidence in God and trusting in God. And we may be helpless against fear, but God is not. Amen. So when trusting in God, there is nothing to fear. Okay. I thought that was an excellent point that she Thank made you. there. And so I just wanted to, to, to let you know that... Uh, the brilliance you're hearing today came <laughs> yeah. from my wife. <laughs> Whatever. But thank you very much. But faith is more than believing what God can do. It is trust in the person of God himself. And I love that because his character, we, we often talk about, you know, believing what God can do, but it's trusting in God is more than just believing what God can do. It is confidence in God and his character. And so you would have to understand who God is that one, he cannot fail. It is impossible for God to fail. Two, he cannot lie. It is impossible for God to lie. He swears by his very own name yes, he does. when he does something. And, and you go back and you read who God is. That's why I'm loving reading the Old Testament because it gives you a clear picture of who God is. He is infallible. 
He is trustworthy. So I'm not just trusting God for what he can do. Can he heal me? Yes, he can. Can he provide for me? Yes. His his name is Jehovah Jireh. And so I have confidence in who God is. So I love quoting the names of God and reminding myself, who is God? Who's this character? Where his very name is. He says, I swear by my name. Well, what is that? I'm Jehovah Jireh, your provider. I am Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals you. I am Jehovah Sidkenu, God, your righteousness. I am Jehovah Shammah, the God who is there. And I could go on and on and on. He swears by his name so we can trust in the character of God, not just what he can do for us, but his very character tells us that he is a God that we can trust. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says this, Without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek seek him. him. Let me say this to you, friend. You might think, because the devil will hit you, with uh, the thought will come to you, you don't have any faith. The very fact that you pray is evidence that there is faith there at work in your life. The very fact that you actually seek God and say the prayer is evidence that you believe God before you actually say the prayer just because you wouldn't go to Him otherwise. otherwise. And so uh, I want you to be encouraged today that your faith in God is stronger. You, you know, the enemy always is lying to us and saying things that are contrary to the Word of God. And so I really want you to get the, today that, that if you're praying, it's because you have faith in God. That's right. That's right. We just want to close the program with this story that I, I heard, and it's um, so endearing to me. But one day there was a father um, discovered his little boy had climbed on a tree, and the limbs were beginning to break. And as little children will do, you know, he climbed up pretty high and was very proud of where he was on the tree. But as the dad looked up, he began to see that the limb was collapsing under the boy's weight. So the father held up his arms, and he called. He says, jump, I'll catch you. And the little son stopped and he considered this for a moment and looked at the ground and looked at the distance, looked back at his dad and considered the offer. Then as more limbs began to crack and pop and break, he said, Daddy, shall I let go of everything and trust you? That's what our Father God is wanting us to do today. Just let go of everything. Let go of every fear. Let go of every idol we've established in our life. Everything that we have put ahead of God, believing that that is our strength. And trust God. He will catch us. Hey, friend, we just want you to think about the needs that are in your life, the fears that you might have. And we want you to move away from the fear and towards faith in God. So uh, put put your faith and trust in God. Put everything that you have and realize he has the ability to meet all of your needs today. Mm-hmm. So take a few moments and actually begin to, what we'd love for you to do is engage in a type of, uh, of everyday devotions where you can go to the Word of God and learn and make, there, there are books out that have the promises of God in them. You can go to our websites. You can hear, we actually have healing scriptures on our website. You can go in there and you can get those. So friend, if you're watching today, I want you just to think about the needs and the fears in your life. I know that we're in a time where we're all facing those. But ask yourself, in what ways have you let go of everything and put your trust in God to meet those needs? And just take a few moments and reflect on that and ask the Lord. And He'll show you the areas that you need to surrender to Him and areas you need to let go so that you can be free 
free of fear, and you can put all of your faith and all of your trust in Him. He cannot and will not fail you. Hey, we have some resources. One of the resources we have is a movie that we made. It's called Hope Has a Name. If you get a chance, you can either order it on our website or just just get a hold of this somehow and watch it because it will encourage you in faith oh, to yeah. trust God in ways that, and you're going to see several people that are just trusting God and and the miraculous ways that they're doing. Trusting that. God for the impossible. For the impossible. Also, on our website, you can get uh, scriptures that talk about healing, and you can download those, and that will help you. But we want to encourage you to have a daily devotion. And we actually have a reading plan. If you go to uh, Salt Life Church on Facebook, you can actually get engaged in our reading plan. We're going through the Bible. Uh, about every nine months we go through the Bible or so, and, and it could be as much. And we're, we're adjusting that. We may take as much as a year next year uh, for us to actually go through. We'll, we'll actually finish that up in March. And we will have gone through the entire Bible. But I think it's very encouraging to you because the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so your faith will increase as you uh, read the Bible and as you continue to walk with the Lord in the Bible, then you will be able to have your faith increased as you go along. So God bless you and keep you as our prayer today. And we hope to see you again soon. Thank you for listening to the Faith Works Podcast. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to visit us at cornerstonegm.org for books, blogs, movies, and spiritual growth. You can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Lisa Henderson, and that's Lisa, L-E-S-A, and at Ken Henderson, or you can follow our ministries at My Salt Life Church and at Cornerstone Global M. See you next week.